live on SEN Track. This is Race Card with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Good afternoon. Welcome to Race Card. Gareth Hall with you. And this is for Ladbroke's Mates Mode. Ladbroke it together this spring carnival. In fact, it's the summer carnival these days. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. And my mates are these two. Dan Cobby and Nicholas Quinn. Hello to you, Dan. Thanks for joining us this Saturday. <laughs> Great to be back, Gareth. Oh. I've had a bit of a reprieve. Um... Reprieve? Just because you hang out with Cam Smith and you're the foreman for Chris Waller, <laughs> you can't text me two hours before the show saying you're ditching me to go to the picnic races, but that's which I... is great, exactly. I Exactly. I do love the – well, I can't say I love the picnics because it's the first time I've been, but yep. – I've had a bit of experience in New South Wales with non-tab meetings, so I guess you could call them pretty similar. Yeah. And um, what a great day it was down at Woolamai. I think we've got a plan, a bus trip to yep. a, a picnic race meeting before uh, before the season's end. Quinny says that you're the non-tab of the Ladbrokes organisation. Pretty much. And he's the and he's the picnic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to you, Nicholas Quinn. Jeez, a few little clips on the show. Absolutely love it. What is the difference between a non-tab and a picnic meeting? No, I think it's purely just because of no, the way no that... No, there's no difference. Yeah, so it's actually, I think, just the way that... Um, <laughs> racing New South Wales structure it as opposed to, to racing Who Victoria. does it better? But what is it? I don't even um, know what the difference well, definitely is. the picnic scene down here. That's um, well, it, without a doubt. There think... are some good meetings up in New South Wales, to be fair, though. Like yeah. uh, Braidwood Cup's always a big one. Bong Bong's a big one. For Bong Bong Cups. Uh, yeah, it's a great one. Yeah. So, the, the, look, they've obviously both got their respective great meetings, but from what I experienced at Woolamine, by all accounts, that was a quiet day as well. Okay, let so. us know your favourite picnic, non-tab meeting, 0499 736 736. So if, if you could recommend to a racing fan that they, they could head to a, a picnic or a non-tab event around the country, um, where would they go? The Donga Cup in WA is a good day. I think that's What's what that joint that Bossy and um, Brown Dog went to? Um, we'll find out. They're at Yay today it, for those. Is it Coolum? Yeah. It's beautiful at Yay today. No, no, the races oh, are at okay. Yay today. Wouldn't it be nice? There'd be yep. a few Christmas parties yeah. out there. Yay Cup, I think, end of January. That you could know be what would be great? If I was racing Victoria and I was trying to think of something a little bit different to market this wonderful sport of ours. Like I saw Bossy at the trots the other day. He'd be still 62, 63. Kilos. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant years. I was, I was say, I'm thinking, where are we going? No, he reckons this? he's still 55. Oh, is he? So why not send him out to um, Yay today? To ride. <laughs> send him around. That's would, actually he, a good idea. Yeah. He wouldn't do it, though. If why not? If Ladbrokes gave him 100000 no. he would. Well, it's a bit steep. 100000 didn't it? What's half his wages now? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think he would because... Too dangerous? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or the, the upside the as well. If you're that elite... Stuff. Is there any upside in it? Like, you're expe- if you win, yeah, you're expected to win. And if you don't win, it's, oh, my goodness, Glenn Boss couldn't win a race at the picnics. Well, from what I'm hearing is that Damien Oliver is actually going to head to King Island to ride down there. Really? And he said, what's the fee for me to ride these bad horses on a track like that? So I guess the elite jockeys have to yeah, consider that sort of stuff. It is dangerous. So. Well, Ollie should do a little bit of a tour. I think he, like, I wonder when Damien Oliver, when do you think he'll retire? Well, I'm wrong because I said at the end of the Perth Carnival. <laughs> so I'm yeah, maybe wrong. end of the Perth Carnival next year. I think it'd be fitting. Next year? Yeah, next year, I think okay. it'd be fitting if Ollie. You reckon he's got one more spring in him? Well, if he announces his retirement, say this is my last year, and even do it in the next, say if I was managing Ollie, and he, he doesn't have to retire, he's still riding really well. I thought he put on a clinic there on Wednesday afternoon at Sandown. But if Ollie wanted to retire, thinking towards the back end of the year, I would be saying, okay, then, 
I think the racing fans, he's our greatest ever rider that we've seen. I think racing fans deserve to say, um, have a farewell to a folly. So if he goes to the Magic Millions on the Gold Coast, that's his last Magic Millions. Autumn Carnival in Sydney, um, we get to say goodbye to Ollie there. Mm. Um, Brisbane Winter Carnival, Adelaide during their carnival. And then I think it'd be fitting if he finished up on New Year's Day, say for a Perth Cup. But as we know in this great sport and also across all sports is that the champions don't necessarily always get the farewell that they necessarily want. So it's all well and good to plan these things. And of course, it'd be phenomenal, wouldn't it? But as we know, it's um, it doesn't necessarily always end like that. So I think I personally think Ollie will get to one day where if he wins a big race and he'll just put his hand up. Oh, so you think it'll be a spare yeah. of the moment thing? Of, oh, yeah. I think it'll be in the back of his mind, but I think if he sort of ticked one final thing off, whether it's, you know, group one or whatever it is, I think that would sort of be you know, similar to like a Maccabi Diva. Yeah. You know, when she won that third Melbourne Cup, Tony Sendick said, this is it. She's retired as of right now. So, I, I get the feeling that's what it might look like. But Joel look, Sowell no type idea. of moment where he's probably like, no one knew that was his last game there on. Correct. That's what last, I'm thinking. Last grand I don't know if day. Ollie's going to do the whole. Two of this okay. and that. I don't know. It'd be a bit of, how good would it be though for those states yeah. to have him at their carnival? I wouldn't be stunned if he wanted as little fanfare as possible Correct. as well. Yeah. And yeah. if you do just yeah. go in the blink of an eye, that is a good way to depart. I don't know scene. about that. If Ollie's thinking about it, the appearance fees that he could make. No, but I think we can do that after, right? No, but I like. Yeah. Gareth, but Gareth makes a great point where each carnival mm. can celebrate. Mm. This is the last time to see arguably the greatest jockey of all time. Five thousand dollars sportsman's night at all of these carnivals, Ollie. But isn't he going to be doing that for the next 20 years? Yeah. 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 yeah, he could still do that afterwards. I think it's more, it will get more people to the track and more eyeballs on the. And events. we should celebrate someone like him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and racing would do that yeah. and would do a great job. I think it's just up to what Ollie wants. And maybe he doesn't know when he's going to retire. No. It's near, though. I think we all know that. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I, I don't think, like, Frankie DeTore's. 52. 52. Ollie's, what, 50? Yeah. So uh, 51 this year, I reckon. 51. So he had his 50th last year, Ollie. Yeah, so... Oh, it might have been early this so year. He's so around, he's, about, he's yeah, around he's Frankie's always... age anyway. So Frankie, I don't think, has got too long left as well. Once you start losing those mm. big... So Ollie lost Cadolphin support this spring, um, which makes it difficult for him to, like... You, you sort of... Like, and, and Frankie was having trouble with Johnny Goldston. I would imagine when you're getting to that part of your career and you're losing the support of your biggest supporters, it's hard to try and get some a new team to support you, if you know what I mean. Spot on. One thing I will say about that, and I agree 100%, and it's only just one race, the example that I'm going to make, but in what I believe is Australia's greatest race in the Labrecht's Cox Plate, let's keep in mind that he did, in fact, ride the second favourite in the race for the leading trainer. Yeah. That still shows that he has got support. And I... I don't think it's uh, like obviously he's lost Godolphin and all that sort of stuff, but if you're riding a second favourite in a Cox Plate at his age, he's still got a little bit of you know, skin in the game yeah, left. Yeah, that's he? what I mean. Yeah. He's still got Chris Waller um, that will throw him on a big chance in a Melbourne Cup end. Well, he was uh, on. He was booked Plate. on Shiraz. Yeah, which was the third favourite. Well, sorry, he was booked on Shiraz. who was one of the outsiders. He went and missed. Then he was on Durst and swapped Durst, across yeah. to him. So, I think when you're getting that support still. I think he's still got a little bit of skin in the game and he seems still still very motivated. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued to see. Um, but let's hope he sort of can go. He's with a competitor. A yeah. And he's, looking through, he's, he's still getting plenty of winners, success at Geelong, sand down in the valley in recent times. So yeah. ticking over nicely. Fellas, Ollie's only going to King Island to play golf. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. 
Did that come off the SMS? Yeah. No, yeah. I, no. I think he is going to play golf, but as I said, I think they're, they're trying to get him to, to, get ride. Him to ride. Yeah. yeah. But as I said, I don't know if it will happen. But yeah. Um, I think um, I think you'll find that that's right. He does love his golf, Ollie, and I think he's planning a big fiftieth, which is going to be delayed a year. But he's heading over to the states next year, I think, for a bit of a golfing adventure. Okay. So um, I'm sure you'll be maybe going that's over the end there. of it. You might be caddying for him. No, I'm not caddying, yeah. but he he did discuss it the other night with Cam Smith. So oh, there uh, we go. Hang on, I hang think, on, hang on. <laughs> wonder, wonder if 11 11 pay the punters when he mentioned Cam Smith <laughs> yeah, for the first nah, time. I didn't, he, Gareth mentioned it, but I but uh, I think he might be going to the US Open or something like that. So maybe the retirement is I don't know if Ollie will pay as well as Cam Smith is a caddy, unfortunately for you. I don't think I'm caddying for either of no. them. <laughs> um, what about at Flemington today? Can we back a couple of winners? First race, we've got River Noir at $2.20 now. She was impressive winning her maiden at Moe, but this is a lot harder. Can you take the 220? Look, I think so. Um, and I think punters will. I think the first two favourites on the program will be well supported and hopefully can get us off to a good start. As you alluded to, this is tougher. There's no doubt about that. But there was so much to like about that debut performance. Jamie Carr sticks and just looks to be one of those ones. Hopefully we can back her as she races her way through the grades. How's Moody today? He's got the first three favourites. Yeah. No, Moody's flying. He had, like, favourites left, right and set on, on that Wednesday program at Sandown. He got a double. He's Like, this is – so when he first came back, when he went to the yearling sales and he and he bought up, like, these these horses are two and three now. So, obviously, shot pretty well, Moods. And yep. he might be – like, he'll be top three in the premiership by the end of the year, I think. I think the stablemate is the danger in the race as well. She dances, who won nicely at Cranbourne last start. And I reckon around the $10 quote might be the one that I'm going to save on there, having to bet on the favourite. Yeah, well, so you're taking on, you're backing Moody to take on the favourite, trained by Moody. No, I'm backing River Noir and saving on the stablemate, she dances in okay. the same race. So I do I, I do like that race to hopefully get off to a good when, start. For when the I was looking at that race, I can't believe she dances is that much apart from... No, I agree. There's too much of a difference favorite, in the price. Yeah. What about Cattell at $2.90? Jules, Val- Jules Valance, our form expert um, here on a Saturday morning for Melbourne Racing. He's taking on this favourite. Yeah. I, 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 she's by charge forward. It'd have to be one of... It'd have to be the last year of him um, having progeny on the ground, I would have thought. I think so. She's only... Like, she's three. He's, like, when? how long ago did he race? Charge forward. He's a thousand years old. He's actually... I think he passed away last year. So, yeah. Um, Who trained Charge Ford? You got me stuck. Team here. Hawks, wasn't it? Team Hawks. Might have been, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll oh, that can be a trivia question. 0499 736 Who trained Charge Ford? Um, Quinny, do you have an opinion in this race? No, I'm not betting race two. I'm betting on four <laughs> of the races today, and that's not one of them. John O'Shea was the man that I've really given away the answer. Yeah, as I say, John O'Shea, yeah. Yep. Which is. The trainer of the next bet I'm having at Flemington today well, too. Well, it's, it's the best bet for me and the only play at Flemington. Which is race four, yes, number 14, Awesome John. Yeah. Why do we like this horse, Dan? You can you can open the betting here, well, making the case. <laughs> I tell you what, I think the stable's starting to... I mean, not that the stable's going bad at all. The stable's, you know, obviously fairly handy all the time. But I think the crop that he's got going through there at the moment is very, very strong, John. And I think he's, he's going to go on a very big run. Coming up, uh, love the win last start at Hawkesbury. Obviously, this is tougher, but this horse certainly has the upside. He's only had the eight starts. By Awesome Rock, actually. Now, you'll remember these colours here, are the Sarek family colours, who obviously were carried by Awesome Rock. So, um, good well, to see him get the support, Awesome Rock, as a young stallion. What was Awesome Rock's best victory? 
He had about four or five victories. He won the Australia Cup. He won the Australia Cup. I'd say that would be his best. Didn't he lose the Australian Cup? On Controversial protest when yeah. some stable pinched it off him in the stewards room. Your stable, <laughs> my stable. But it he, was. He always. He, yeah, I know, but he's not, it's not my stable. <laughs> but he. I guess he had. He probably had what four or five of those minor. Minor group victories and yeah, group had, one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what I mean is, away from that, he wasn't, I guess, you know, super prolific. But as I said, for a stallion that necessarily sort of um, commercial to Australia, he's actually you know, doing a fairly handy job, and it's good to see him have one yeah. like Awesome John. He's kicking plenty of goals. He, he stands in Perth at Stud Awesome Rock. Mm. Um, so the Ollie family they stand him at their stud. So he's doing a really good job there. How's that? Like Awesome Rock was raced by the Sarek family. They've obviously got Awesome John. They also raced Waterford, yes. who's come out from England and was, you know, it's had a phenomenal campaign and a phenomenal career, so to speak, here in Australia so far. There wouldn't be that many horses at the moment in their colours, in fact. There'd probably only be a handful yeah. that are, you know, sort of prominent. And there's quite a few of them that are prominent in terms of the winner's circle. So He won the McKinnon Stakes in 2016, yeah. Awesome Rock. Awesome yeah, he's Rock, been yeah. a good horse. As an $18 chance. Hey, yeah. Trivia question. Oh, no, okay, he won the Fiend at massive odds as well, Awesome yeah. Rock, at about 30 to 1. He had 28 career starts. How many races do you reckon he won? He only won about six. Four. Oh, no, sorry. No, you're right. I reckon you're right. No, yeah, four. Five, four or five. Yeah, he won four races. Yeah, yeah. four. You were right. I was right. I stuffed Don't doubt yourself. No. But yeah, but, 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 wouldn't but, you love to have a horse like that? that yeah. He... he, he Race but how some of the places better. that he had yeah. in some of those top, you know, top races, he was he was a good horse. One at Flemington, double figure odds. What about? Um, yeah, he was a great horse. I will tell you what, I got a bet for you. I can't believe the price we're getting here. Yes, four dollars fifty with Ladbrokes on Munamek. It's uh, the only thing I'll say is barrier uh, one. Barrier one. Yeah. That's the only thing I'll say. We've got D Oliver aboard. Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, I don't know how it will necessarily play. I think we'll get an upgrade today as well, by the good way. Good three. It's, yeah, we'll get to good three by the time he races. It's got to be a concern, one, um, just because they've done all the renovations on yeah, the organic matter and whatnot, and I just... I guess, well, they go to the middle, won't they? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's not ideal. I think Invincible Caviar is better drawn, but um, I think a big step up for, for Invincible Caviar. I think Snapper's over the odds. Yeah, that's what Eight one dollars, of our like, you know, said, yeah. Um, it, you know, drawn in the right part of the track, in my opinion. Off that win last start, has to be respected Mike, again. Mike so. Maroney could train you to be competitive in a marathon at the moment. He's on fire. He's on fire, and he's uh, he's actually over in New Zealand at the moment. So yep. the great man, Anthony Faroach, is, is taking uh, taking Take care of the stable. Yes. Is that a concern? No, he's... No. Um, He's a sharp man, Mr. Faroach. Right, With Invincible Caviar, she's had that campaign now. One very impressively first up. Everything went wrong at the Valley. Probably should have been scratched and then came out and won nicely last time out. How good would it be to see Invincible Caviar just continue to race through the grades and, and go on and be a really top city horse? Not if she, not if she beats Monomac today. Like, I couldn't care less about Invincible <laughs> Caviar. You've got to embrace the story. No, I think you do because no I, romance in racing when you're punting against her, is it? True, that's true. That's very true when you're always thinking about your pockets. But I think you're right, Quinny, because I guess we don't necessarily always see these great race mares you know, have, yeah. the, you know, have the progeny that we sort of follow. A lot of them sort of fall by the wayside pretty quick. So it's actually good to see you know, have a city-class horse. And I think Mood's always said Invincible Caviar will be a city-class horse in time. Yep. It, it's proven that as well. All right, lads, we're going to rip through the next couple of races. Persan looks tough to beat. Can you trust him? Around that $2.60 quote? I think he can in this race. Yeah, especially honest. if Noble Heights is the second favourite, with all due respect to the connections of It's not Noble a strong Heights. race. It um, really isn't. 
Rose Quartz looks tough to beat 215 over the 1,000 against Esther LaRocca. I agree. Um, I think short enough, though, Gareth, at 215, personally. Corner uh, Pockets had good support, 380, bet 365. Just jump in if you got a... Um, if you're in love with any of these horses, I know Morrissey was a good tip um, from Jules Valence today. He doesn't mind that galloper. I want to steer away from Flemington. Really? I, I think like, it's a good punting program. I like Awesome John, and that's pretty yeah, much it. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm a John man. <laughs> any, so, Quinny, you got an opinion there? Um, in which race, Gareth? Sorry? Race eight. Race eight on the program. I'm going to have something each way on runner nine, Umgawa, and runner eight, Nicolino Vito. They're the two I'm going to back each way there. Race seven. Race seven on the program. I am with Rose Quartz. I'm with the favourite in race six, Persan. And in the last on the program, I'm going to have something each way, runner 17, Micro, $8.50. Have a Corona. Corona lad, race seven, number seven, Blakey. I don't know where Micro gets to in the run. I'm concerned with the map there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the way I don't. At Flemington, though, they normally do get their chance to blend into it over the 1400. Benny Mallum in the saddle, and that's probably why we're getting 850 and not five or six bucks. So, Morning Mac, I think, is the best at Flemington today. Gate one will just get, get us a better price, hopefully, anyway, Danny Cobby. But you like Awesome John. Very keen. Yeah. Yeah, very um, keen. 21 minutes past 11. It's 21 minutes past eight in the West. 21 minutes past 10, of course. In Queensland. You've done that well. Do you yes. have a little clock that you've got? No, all... it's nine minutes to 11 o'clock in South Australia. But the question I've got for you, Dan Cobby, as we go to the break. Yes. What's the time in Northern Territory? I don't know. Oh, I haven't been there for many years. <laughs> Come on. That was an anti-climax. I didn't know where you were going to go with that question yes. to him. What's the time? What's Darwin's time? You look time? nervous as well. I was, say, I was very <laughs> nervous where that question was going. Um, no, I'm not sure. Quinny, do I'm you staying have the, out of time zones. Do you have the time for us in Darwin? I Is, do, but I'm cheating. Half the time yes. I don't even know my own name, Gareth, let alone the time yeah, It's 9.51 in yeah, Darwin. It's an hour and a half behind. That's even more confusing. Yeah. We'll take a break and we'll come back and have a look at the better bets at Chartin on a Sunday. And also, Cobby's done the form for us at Randwick today. And Chris Wallace just gave him a call to, to tell him which one he should be tipping us. Don't go anywhere. This is Race Card, thanks to Ladbrokes, on this Saturday. Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Welcome back to Race Card. Gareth Hall, Dan Cobby, Nicholas Quinn with you, of course, thanks to Ladbrokes. And Tommy Wood's been sensational for us on Race Card over the last couple of Saturdays. Um, we had a wonderful international race day there Last Sunday, plenty of highlights. Tom, have you recovered from that that big week in in Hong Kong? Uh, yeah, only just uh, Gareth. It's, it's um, turned into real winter here in Hong Kong. Now we're expecting uh, only eight or nine degrees at Shah and tomorrow is going to be very cold and windy. So um, it's uh, just as well as National Day was last week because it would have been pretty chilly up there at Shah tomorrow if it was tomorrow. So how cold does it get in Hong Kong? Uh, well, they're talking about some areas uh, this week in Hong Kong getting down to about uh, four degrees. So, um, yeah, that, that is cold. Yep. Believe me, well, it's basically Melbourne summer these no, days. No, Melbourne's kicked. Melbourne has <laughs> kicked. Beautiful day today. We're back. Um, what are we doing? Can we back a winner there at Shard 10? It's, uh, I thought it's a tricky meeting tomorrow. The, the main event is Class 2, race number 8 over the 1,000 metres. It's not the strongest Class 2 that we've, uh, we've ever seen um, I did quite like in that race uh, Trillian Woody's first up, Hugh Bowman, Manfred Mann, coming off 
uh, a bleeding attack uh, last time out, but he's not formed behind Lucky Swainess and uh, Lucky with you and Duke Wine Co. So I thought him first up tomorrow off the, the back of a bleed, but sometimes a little cautious with that, especially when there's cold weather conditions, because that can certainly affect those horses that have bled in the past even worse. So race eight, number one, I thought he'd be probably tough to beat in that uh, main race uh, tomorrow. Outside of that, there's a lot of first starters going around on tomorrow's program, be it uh, unraced or they may have raced in Australia. Race two's got five debutantes. Um, was one in there that I thought they'd been trialling well, a horse called Tahiro Icon and also huge win. Hero Icon's for Matthew Poon and Manfred Mann. He'd uh, placed in a couple of trials in New Zealand. He'd won a trial as well and he's been trialling well here and huge win. Uh, he was passed in, a, believe it or not, four different auctions uh, through Australia. He went to, to Stuart Kendrick Stable. He won a trial at Doom, but he was sold over here. He's been trialling well for Zach Purton. So I'd be looking at those two in race two, four hero icon and six huge win. And then there's eight on debut in the third race. And uh, there's one that I think has been trialling really well. Uh, race three, number seven, excellent fighter. Now, this is a ride for Regina McNeil, his stint in Hong Kong's due to finish very, very soon. And so, look, he's been trialling really well, this horse. He's got good gait speed. But Kaying Worry is in the trial as well, and he was going to go out a, a short price favourite on debut until he was scratched with a, a swollen uh, leg. But he trialled on Tuesday. Now, his trial on Tuesday, over 800 metres, uh, he missed the start over the, the course uh, there down the straight at Shards. And I thought he was a little ordinary, but he'd been trialling really well prior to that. He'd uh, won a trial at uh, Warwick Farm prior to arriving as well. So, certainly, he would go in and uh, excellent fighter, uh, race three, horses seven and nine. But also watch on Cool Blue, who's another newcomer for a Hugh Bowman drawn barrier 13. So it's quite an interesting lineup. That's a third race. But uh, that's probably the, the highlights really on tomorrow's program. Tom, going back to last Sunday, such a magnificent day. What were one or two highlights for you and maybe one or two surprises? Uh, well, the, the highlight, I guess the surprise was how dominant Romantic Warrior was in the in the Hong Kong Cup to obliterate a good field like that. So the Japanese runners, they didn't really uh, front up. So that was definitely the highlight. And I guess the, the, the shock of it was the, the margin that he was able to do it in. And it's going to be a, a great clash there reporting that uh, both, uh, well, the trio are going to line up in the Stewart Cup come January. Uh, Golden 60, uh, California Spangle and Romantic Warrior all over a mile. So that's going to be a, a terrific race uh, coming up. Another highlight would have been uh, what Wellington to, to the the sprint field as uh, well, but yeah, probably the, the the main highlight, and I guess probably the the little shock was well, Romantic Warrior how he won uh, by over four lengths winning the cup. Tom, um, I just have to ask you quickly: When are we going to see a Hong Kong horse travel? Do you think because we've seen the domination of Golden Sixty? Um, I guess there was a few threats there to to, to travel to Japan or Dubai. We're now seeing uh, Romantic Warrior really burst through and his dominant win on the weekend probably leads towards travelling overseas if it fits in the program. Do you think it's something that we can expect or do you, can you basically rule a line through it? No, I think this time around we can we can soon expect a horse to travel over the next 12 months out of Hong Kong and ideally it would be a romantic warrior with what he's been, with what he's been able to, to do and there's a nice little slot after um, sort of the, the feature races through January and February to maybe go and launch a little bit of attack in Dubai if they're, they're looking at that. He'd be the, the perfect sort of horse to travel. He seems pretty cool, calm and relaxed. Not much uh, not much turns uh, him uh, down at the, the stables and so then they can maybe come back here and attack uh, the QE2 Cup again. And let's not forget, he's, he's only a four-year-old. He doesn't turn uh, five until uh, January 1, so that's only a, a few couple of weeks away. 
Uh, the other horse that they may travel with is Wellington. Richard Gibson's made no secret about it that uh, he potentially would be a, a good horse to uh, go and compete at uh, Royal Ascot. And so uh, we know Richard uh, with his ties uh, with uh, the UK and France, he'd love to do that. And uh, he's got a horse he could certainly attack a good sprint race uh, down the straight there at Royal Ascot. So well, would you say that he's going to go to Champions Day or do you think he's going to go to Dubai on the way? Or do you, like, how do you think that would play out then for Wellington? Because I guess his options are open then if he is going to head towards Royal Ascot. Yeah, that 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 is the the question. What they what they do because they can they can certainly attack Champions Day because that comes up at the end of April and then of course uh, Royal Ascot uh, middle part of June. So look, they've got they've certainly got options, um, but uh, nothing has been set in concrete at this stage. But Richard Gibson sort of has sort of hinted potentially that they might look at doing that. Well, give us Richard's number because um, Sen have got a slot in the Quacker in Perth. Wellington will be suited. So does um, Ladbrokes. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's ever been to Perth, Richard Gibson, or he knows where Perth is. But um, Can we get Ryan Moore out as well? Yeah, we'll get Ryan Moore to ride him as well. Um, you probably could do a better deal than what we could do at SEM, what I'm hearing anyway. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that's an option. Tell Richard when you have a chat to him. I will. He's, uh, he's a good man, is uh, Richard uh, Gibson. Um, he's got quite a few friends down in Victoria. I think good mate of his is uh, Archie Alexander. So uh, maybe you can have a word to him as well. All right, then. Tom, this was your fifth Hong Kong International, I believe. How does it rate amongst the others? Obviously, it's been a sort of a different landscape for you in the last couple of years. But how does it rate amongst the, you know, overall, I guess, amongst those five years? Yeah, I reckon last Sunday's dam would have been certainly uh, one of the best over the last uh, five years, particularly because we had crowds back there were over 45,000 so there at Shanti. You could feel a, a real atmosphere. Everything sort of culminated as one. Um, the crowds uh, were happy to farewell at Joe Marrero. There was no sort of uh, booing or jeering on that front, so which is a little rare for a, a Shanti uh, crowd. But uh, they, they clapped horses like Golden 60 returning back. Uh, they were they were just happy to be there uh, last weekend at Shanti. Love your work, Tom. Thanks for that, mate. Well done over the carnival. Looking forward to backing plenty of winners at Sha Tin tomorrow. Beauty, good luck. Great to catch up with Tom Wood. Thanks to the Hong Kong Jockey Club. This is the race card. Thanks to Labrokes Mates Mode. The better way to chat, share and bet. This summer racing carnival, T's and C's apply and available on the website. Call 1-800-858-858. You'd have to be the romantic warrior, my mail is. <laughs> Of the racing media these days, Dan Cobb. Why would that be? I don't know. This is my mail. As we take a break, um, someone taking the P-I-S-S out of you, Quinny. Ha, ha, ha. In capital letters. Quinny's saying he will only have four bets at Flemington. (laughs) 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 We'll we'll take a break and come back. In fact, it's news time, and then we'll try and find you a winner at Randwick. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Welcome back to Race Card. Dan Covey's got a dilemma. Um, we might mention what that dilemma is a little later. Labrokes Mapes Mode, the better way to chat, share and bet this spring um, and slash racing carnival, summer racing carnival. T's and C's apply and available on the website. Call 1-800-858-858. Now, we're having a look at this meeting now at uh, Randwick. My concern at Randwick, Dan Covey, is that there are 50k wins predicted. Yeah, in the southerly as well, so yeah. it's a tailwind. So, so that means you can't make up ground. Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see how that sort of plays early in the day, and I think that can certainly shape the rest of the day in terms of how we play it. But um, 
pretty similar for me, Ranwick, in regards to Flemington. I sort of try to pick the eyes out of the meeting, and I'm pretty keen to play Vowmaster to beat Alpha One today. Um, I know that, mm. um, I know Alpha One's obviously got the runs on the board behind Giga Kick, last preparation. Uh, looks like he's returned in good order again, and here at the thousand meters, he's well suited. But I think you you asked to take rock bottom odds at the moment at two. Only one trial, too. Yeah, I mean he's got that residual, I guess, which is I know. yeah. But you're right. Um, there's I think there's a few chinks there to say at two fifteen, like it's, it's he's short. Vowmaster, I know, would probably let down a few people in terms of the boom that he had on him. Um, but I love the way that he's returned this horse. The two trials under his belt, he was scratched last night from twelve hundred back to a thousand. We've got a small concern with Vowmaster. Now, Jay McDonald has been examined by the medical officer and oh, no. passed fit to ride. Oh, that's a positive. However, due to him not being able to waste as oh, he normally would, he will not be able to make the weight on Vowmaster in race five. Surely, if you have Vowmaster connections and Macca can ride a kilo over, why can't you? I would say, all right there, Macca, that's okay. I don't know, but I would have thought off the top of my head that Probably Brenton of Dulla gets the role. Okay. You you um, would know because you do the jockeys. No, I don't. Um, I'm just thinking of who's at the meeting. Yeah, he's probably, yeah, he's he'll, he'll be able to ride the weight because he's riding 55 in the race prior. So. J-Max $1.30 in the jockey challenge, F-$7.50. Get on with Ladbrokes. One ride. And he's no guarantee you, to win. So. Well, now you said he was a certainty when Macca was riding, and now Brendan's riding. No, I'm not he's saying no that. I'm just saying he's a five dollar chance. I think he's a good bet. I think he's a great bet oh, at five dollars, and I think you know Alpha One to take two fifteen. I think, as I said, you you asked to take rock bottom. So I think he'll have a good preparation for our master. That's what I'll say. And I'll, I think here over a thousand meters, you'll see a very bold showing first. I've got up. something for you, Quinny. Can you do me some uh, homework with Ladbrokes? Two year old Magic Millions Classic there in January on January fourteenth. Snapback. Not snap. Is it snapback? Yes. Yeah, what price can I get for you? I'll bring that up in just a sec because I have got another Are market you going, Gareth? open. Magic of course Millions, you yeah. yeah. You're running the show, aren't you? No. I'll be covering the Magic Millions because I love it. I don't know if I can get there yet. What, Quinny, what are you doing? I won't be there. No. I'll be here working. What market were you about to talk about? I want to about? talk about race number nine over the 1,200. Really looking forward to this clash between I Am Me and Dehorned Unicorn. On okay. paper, it looks a race in two. Both of these horses have been just perfect this campaign. We've got I Me 2 from 2, Dehorn Unicorn 1 from 1. Really looking forward to this race. Do you have an opinion, Dan? I do have an opinion. I think I Am Me's clearly the hardest to beat. Um, we've seen really strong support for, for Dehorn Unicorn, though. He's been the market mover now into $2.90, and he's a terrific stable, Joe Pride. So, look, I've got a lot of respect. Could I personally play in the race, Quinny? Probably not. But as I said, if I was sort of you know, had to, if I was forced to make a decision, I'd be I'd be playing IME as opposed to Dehorn Unicorn. Currently good race, two twenty there. Good yep. good race, and, and, and it looks a match race, doesn't it? It really? does, yeah. it does. I think they'll fight it out. I'll be having a Quinella, I think, in that. I race. know it's a weak time of year, and it's it's not the strongest I race like around this time those. Of the year. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I think both of these horses, you can sort of follow going forward. They'll be nice enough horses. Look. Dehorn Unicorn, I know, somewhat exposed now with the 12 runs, but has, a, has won four races, and IME's had 10 starts and won five times. So they're both handy commodities, and as I said, I think they've got you know, bright enough futures. They'll find yep. the right races. I'm not saying they're stars by any means, but obviously just at benchmark 88 today. But I think you're right. In terms of summer racing, it's not a, not overly strong usually. I think, yeah, they're too handy enough horses. The yeah. Summer Carnival in Queensland sensational, Quinny. Um, I can I've get got the Magic Millions for you. $17. Do you like that? that? Right? Yes. So back, snap back now for the Magic Millions Classic before the race in 40 minutes' time. Because if, if he wins that, um, he'll shorten in big time.
Yep. And we saw that last week with Godfather, who's now yep. the third elect for the race on the back of that very impressive performance up in Queensland. The race of the year, uh, not the race of the year, the race of the Magic Moons, Dave, will be the Guineas. Oh, it's it going is, to be a rip It is, like Dead said, it is wide open. Yep. Anything can win. Now, Dead said be horses in that race that might not even get a run that you think's half a chance. I think the Magic Millions Carnival now with the Summer Carnival, I think it nearly replaces the Winter Carnival for mine. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. It's just, oh, not replaced. No, I, I'd say they've done a great job at having two, two carnivals. premier carnivals yeah. and at different tracks, different crowds, but... It's been the race day that's just gone through the roof since I've started following racing. It was almost a Mickey Mouse race day, the yep. Magic Millions initially, and now it is absolutely huge. It's the biggest ticket in town for the whole week. But what about how you can have the semi-final day as well two weeks prior, and that's in Brisbane, and then you go down the highway and have grand final yep. day two weeks later at the Gold Coast. Like, you're right, it's not just one track. It's you know, it's raced across Brisbane and the Gold Coast, and even, you know, realistically, what in a few weeks' time, or a couple of weeks' time, we've got that race at Toowoomba as well, the slot race. Correct. Like, it's all happening up yeah. there. So they've done a good job, to be honest. And I think, so. I think like, going to the sales excites people as well because people are trying to find the next champion. Mm. I'm going to get you in a horse up there. No chance. Yeah. Can't afford it. How many horses you got? Too many. Yeah. Uh, how many horses have you got, Quinny? Yeah, too many is the yep. answer. All right, then. I hey, agree. <laughs> I've got a horse racing in Ascot, which we might talk about straight Royal, after Royal this. Royal Ascot. Yeah, Royal Ascot, I wish. <laughs> hey, um, what's our bet, Senate, in Sydney today? Vowmaster, keen to play Vowmaster. Um, Dean Watling was keen to play Vowmaster as well. So two good judges there on the Mm. same page. One good judge, questionable I am. You're potting Dean. No, I'm not potting Dean. Uh, But I think he's a good play at $5. Race 10, number six for me. Frumos, $2.05, better than double your money in the last. Mickey Gannon says it's no hope, our our expert on a Saturday. He's with Festival Dancer at a prize. He likes Mm. Naval Seal, race seven, number 17. And zoom on for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot race four number two. Well, I think Quinny might know his fate depending on how this track plays. So if you're yeah. playing, I'd, I'd advise with Frumos maybe play a little bit later in the day if you haven't uh, played Who already. Frumos? Well, Chris Waller. Are I just you think putting you... the cold water on Quinny right now? No, 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 no I'm not saying. No, I'm on. just saying. I reckon realistically with that win, what yeah. they're predicting, like I think you really want to see. Yeah, yeah, I think you really want to see how the track That's is. They're getting so. dangerous. Fifty kilometre winds. It's windy, and yeah. apparently it's been very windy up there. Yeah. Saying that though, we've had wind here as well. Yeah. So. Hey, um, we'll take a quick break on the other side of it. We'll go around the grounds and also try and get a winner in the trots and the dogs tonight. This is Race Card, thanks to Ladbrokes. Gareth Hall, Nicholas Quinn and Dan Cobby with you. Live on SEN Track, this is Race Card with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Great to be with you on Race Card, Labrokes Mates Mode, the better way to chat, share and bet this summer racing carnival. Um, T's and C's apply and available on the website. Call 1800 858 858. Ladbrokes market up for these uh, um, races at Eagle Farm today. Fascinating betting races, Quinny. Yes. Um, are you with Golden Boom, this new sensation, looking for three on the trot, or spiritualised? Uh, I, I think I'm leading towards Golden Boom. What about yourself, Gareth? I think spiritualised at the price. I'm with Chris O'Nelson. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I probably will be observing that race, but they've there's been a very a very well backed <laughs> runner that I will be anchoring in some multi bets. Race five, number one. Another one from the Wallace Stable and one bet of 10000 this morning. This is Kovaliki you're talking yes. about, Yes. Moral, complete. Bought out of moral, New Zealand, actually. I think I, I could be wrong, but just off the top of my head, I reckon 
Nev Morgan bought three out of Caracas. Yes. Kovalik was one of them. He was the cheapest. Kazalak was the second cheapest. He's actually a handy enough horse. He ran second in the spring stakes. It'll be a nice horse next preparation. And I think he said his most expensive one was sort of between four and 500. He ran last in a maiden the other day. Isn't it just amazing? Yeah. How things work. And well, Kovalik no, is looking at a terrific bite. I think 160. it was 160. Yeah, 100. No, I think he was cheap. I think it was 110. I think Kazalak might have been 160, something oh. like that. So, look, he's he's done well. That's Three funny. in a row. Can we make it four in a row today? Will we make it four in a row? Yes. Have confidence. Yep. I'm heading to Karaka this year. Is there anywhere you don't no, go? I'm looking forward to it. Between okay, you two. Oh. Let's discuss. Let's discuss Kovalik because I've actually got a talking point. Yes. Where the Grand Prix is now. Which is the staying race for three-year-olds. Where is it? What is it doing? Like, what does it serve? Like, I don't know. I just, I liked it leading into the derby. It just, yeah. well, it's in the, a bit of no man's land, isn't so it? So is there a race for them to follow on after this? It's or is this throughout the throughout the summer final? carnival, but it's not. I mean, you sort of got to freshen up and then either attack Sydney or Melbourne. I don't know. I just, I prefer it leading into the derby, but um, we'll soon see how the change, you know, really yeah, results for them. So when are the, the spring, I mean, the autumn horses, they they all in work now? Pretty much the last of them coming yeah. in now. Is yeah. Nature's Trip, what's his plan? Are we uh, chance to get him for f- the Quokka or not? No, nah, he'll be at the Lightning first up. Okay. He's not going to the Quokka? No. I'm not saying he's not, but I think Is he there just... a chance he can go to the Quokka? I wouldn't have thought so. No. 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 I think, obviously, TJ is probably the aim of this carnival. And then I... back to Ascot. Yeah. Well, it's got to be. Have you booked Ascot? Yourself. No, I've yeah, no, I haven't. What's happened Lad there? Breaks. Would we do ninety ten for nature strip to get him to the cocker? Ninety ten his way. I'd just give him it. Yeah, <laughs> come over. Like, it'd be unbelievable. Like the spectacle for WA, it'd be fantastic. I don't think he will, but I think first and foremost, the way that he obviously there was nothing necessarily wrong with nature strip, but just the way that his preparation ended, like he looked like. After he came back from Ascot and he won so well yeah. first up, it sort of looked like he was just going to go bang, bang, bang again. But it didn't end like that. The run of the Everest was good under the circumstances, but he didn't win. And then, of course, getting beat down the straight where he ran second. So I think first and foremost with him, you just want to see him return in good order. He'll probably have a couple of jump outs down at Flemington before that uh, lightning. And I think, realistically, we need to then guide, have a guide of him off the back of that. And I think yeah. that's when we can start talking about where he's going to be at in April and where he might be in June. So at Eagle Farm, keen on mass destruction, think it'll be winning in Perth. I think you can have something small each way. I've got one for you here in the Ted Vam Heast. Oh, I like it when you say this. Um, They're normally good odds and they normally run well. About $11. What race number? Getting. Isn't the second favourite just a moral, isn't it? No. Will they get... What race number eight? I reckon he'll get the trip and No, win. Dom to shoot at $11. You watch Dom to shoot when it's every bit as good. I thought, I thought the other day is ironclad. Ironclad's a 1,600-metre race. They went that slow. I don't slow. know if he is, though. I reckon okay. 2,100. I, re- I don't mind it. Heavy sand there with Alana Williams and Grant Williams looking after Will Clarkins' horses. Very good trainers. What um, about race seven? What do we make of that there? A bit of support there for the second elect. Holly Enchantment. What price $6 is Holly Enchantment? into $5. Well, it'll probably start $8 and win, hopefully. <laughs> Start Queen, Alita, Queen Alita, the favourite, is very well supported, though. Yeah, uh, in I great think, form. I think he should back uh, Queen Alita if Have you, you like seen it. her Queen Alita's buy? Mahuda. Remember Mahuda? No. Over the Magic Millions? Yeah. Yeah, Roll the Dice Horse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think there's a horse that everyone wants to back. Rev it up. What price are we getting rev it up? You're now getting 210 Gareth, when I walked in the studio here, it was 250 That's ridiculous. I bet as much as $3.40. There's a lot of good judges around the nation tipping rev it up today. And clearly, 
I would have to think, Quinny, I don't know this, but I'd have to think probably the best back runner across the country today. Who Look, the, it is off the map. Who are the smartest judges in each state, um, like from the pro punters, like James Jordan, for instance, in Adelaide. You get Terry Layton, Pete Anthony's in Perth, you know. Um, Look, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but I would have thought that John Malter would be up there in terms of New South Wales. Why is he, who's uh, John like John Malter was a previous jockey agent, but also has run Racing Watch for many okay. years. Why is he uh, everybody's cup of tea? Oh, just he's had a few controversial things on Twitter and also... Okay. Um, well, he takes um, three sugars instead of two. No, and also... Um, no, no, and also obviously then with the whole jockeys thing and you know that all fell to pieces and he's now gone back to doing what he wants to do. So, okay. um, I like John. I've had a lot to do with him. And we like you too, John. I think he's no, he's he's a very good judge. Yeah, very good judge. Obviously, he hasn't taught you anything. Correct. No, no, <laughs> seriously, everything he's taught me, um, it's gone gone in one ear and out the other. I think Major Meiser wins the Cranbourne Cup, uh, Quinny, and I think that Amron Boy will be winning the Phoenix. Oh, are we backing Majestuoso tonight? Uh, second row. Second row. It's go. awful, isn't and it? What, what do we thought about? What do we think about? She's a pearl. After you declared last week, couldn't win. Nah, we'll take her on every day of the week. You, you're you're still putting the pearl. Tab, tab beats us. Oh, Looking forward to getting out there tonight, Gary. What about the Neds? Phoenix. Neds is great. like our, our our brother, aren't they here on Ladbrokes? Well, it's a shame with Plaintiff going and miss. Yeah, he would have been um, hard to beat. I actually spoke to Ben Thompson last night. It was quite a. Quite an emotional week for the Thompson yeah. family with everything that happened there. So, um, catastrophically broke down, but um, was in hospital and had surgery maybe last night. So I think he's yeah, he's going to be okay. Him, we but, wish yeah. him the best of luck. Now Holly Enchantment, just looking through the owners. GB Hall, what's the uh, what's the B for? Brooke, Gareth yeah. Brooke, Hall. Garth Brooks. Um, so they're my bets tonight. I think Major Meister win the Cranbourne Cup. Can't wait. So what about your Greyhound? Who have you got now? We've now got Zippy, uh, Zippy Tesla. Gets back and will be storming It's going to, as I was going to say, you needs luck. Christmas party there, haven't you, tonight? Yes, I'll be out there, the Phoenix. I'm looking forward. I've never been to the Meadows, Gareth. It'll be great. Like, there'll be sports bet. There'll be... It'll be the Neds, Neds and the Entang crew. There's like going to be SEN. RSN, SEN track. It's going to be... No, it will Who's be got Paddy Watts Pats? What team? Um, I think... I don't know. It's... I'm surprised you don't have it, Quinny. I haven't got my. I list. love the name of that dog. It'll be if it leads. If it it, it might. Yeah, well, just... that's the thing. It looks like it might be the leader. Won't well, she's a pearl lead? No, well they'll both kick up. They go yeah, pretty. But if she, I don't know. I can't yeah. trust she's a pearl. Oh, yeah. you're potting it too. Yeah, I am. Oh, gee. Whiz. They'll be unbearable. The team there at she's a pearl. If they win. <laughs> You've real. They've real. Why? I was there the night of the egg. Hang on. It, why why would they be unbearable? Aren't they good for racing? They're terrific for racing. I love them, and I think that punters HQ have done a wonderful job. But I will be like. For me, they'll be unbearable. No, they'll be terrific and we wish <laughs> and them all the best. And I'll be unbearable for them if SEM win. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to a Emron good day. In fact, I won't be at work if Emron Boy wins on Saturday night, which is tonight, of course. Good luck to everyone. Um, love your work, lads. Hope they get Merry around Christmas. safe. Good luck. Last Find show a winner. Before I go on holiday. So Does that mean it's More Ellis? holidays? Yeah. Um, Flying you. Good luck at so the So we're not on next Saturday? No, you guys are on. Who's hosting? You. There we go. This is your big chance. I've been waiting for this. Yes. Um, good luck on the punt today. And um, that's Race Card brought to you by Ladbrokes. Um, so enjoy your betting today and bear, uh, make sure you gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Afternoon's coming up. Can't wait.